Hello and welcome to Apartment 29A. I'm Shosh. And I'm Megan. And I'm Carla. And we're three best friends who have a lot to say. This week, we are doing Podcaster's Choice Tea. So we have all chosen our own tea. And then we are going to talk about more theories from SJM's, well, about Sarah J. Moss's Crescent City 3, which will have just come out when this episode drops. If you want to hear our first set of theories, go back to last week's episode and you will hear the first set. But we had more theories, so we had to come back and bring you Part more. Two. Part two. So I am drinking butter pecan tea from the Tea of the Month Club. This was, it's still good. Shosh and I at some point talked about how it was good. <laughs> so I kept it and yeah, it's enjoyable. How about you, Carla? What are you drinking? Ah, I am drinking something I just happened to grab randomly (laughs) out of our tea stash. Um, No discernment there. Um, But mine is a Stephen Smith tea maker located in Portland, Oregon. Um, It is blend number 15, Soothsayer Organic Wellness Tea to soothe your throat and spirit in times of stress or illness. This caffeine-free herbal infusion is a rejuvenating elixir of peppermint, ginger, and echinacea. Tastes uncommonly good, even when you don't feel under the weather. Just saying. And it just has peppermint, cacao, ginger, nutmeg, elderberry, licorice, wild cherry bark, echinacea, black pepper, and it is said to use spring water to brew it. And it is absolutely delicious. And I love it. Does it make you want to say the truth, like a truth sayer? <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe if I had um, Azrael's dagger sword, then mm-hmm. yes. Maybe it's like it because of the name. with yes. <laughs> okay, there was a little bit of a discernment when I picked <laughs> mm-hmm. it. See, I tried to hide it. Yep. Well, because the name, it's just so fitting. I was like, she had to have. She had mm-hmm. to have picked it on purpose. <laughs> I wanted it to be the cosmos that just, like, put it into my awaiting hand. Yes, mm, please. <laughs> How about you, Shosh? What are you drinking? I'm just drinking some decaf Earl Grey by Twinnings. So this is just one of the staples that I have Classic. on my counter that I drink a lot. <laughs> And I just got off a phone call with my family, so I was running late, and I just, you know, grabbed, like Carla said, one of the classics, one of the the staples. So nothing super exciting, but it's just a good a good tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well, and Twinnings isn't too expensive, so it's nice that there's like a good yeah. tea you can just get that's not terribly expensive. Exactly. It's like an off-the-shelf I don't remember where this one landed when we did our Earl Grey comparison a million years ago, but like I said, this one's a staple in our house just because it's easy. It's easy. It's off the shelf. It's not that mm-hmm. expensive. So, yeah, well, I, think I think it I was have... in a category of its own, maybe because it was decaf. Well, I think we drank the regular one for that. Oh, uh, okay. Then yeah, I don't I remember. Just, Middle of the road, I, I feel. <laughs> I just have the decaf version now since I'm staying away from caffeine. And even if I wasn't, I probably would want decaf right now because it's kind of late you know, <laughs> for me anyways. So, What are you talking about? <laughs> that whole time difference thing. <laughs> so weird. So weird. No, I was just going to say I've been super excited for part two, especially because I was laughing so hard because when we talked in part one, I was like shocked by the whole dagger sword <laughs> made up. And then I went and finished the very end of Crescent City and I was like, Oh yeah, it was right there. If I if I had just wasn't even hidden at all. Like <laughs> if I had just actually finished the the read through, and I was so close too, I was near the end. So if I was like, if I had just finished a little bit more, I wouldn't have been so shocked. So I've just been laughing at myself basically since then because I was Aww. like so stunned. Like it was this amazing revelation, and then I was like, oh, we already had that reveal, <laughs> and I was probably just as shocked the first time. by the way that reminds me anyone who's listening that has not read every single book in massive collection you need to leave 
you need to go because there will be spoilers. Well, unless you're that type of person. Yeah, if you're me, don't worry about it. Are, Stay around, exactly. enjoy you your spoilers. Are welcome. Love it. You are definitely welcome here. Yeah. But if you're everybody else who doesn't like spoilers, like me. <laughs> yeah. I'm surrounded by spoiler haters. <laughs> yeah, but just bye for now. If you don't like spoilers, yeah. come back later and listen once you've caught up because it's worth yeah. catching up. There's only, you know, what? Eight, I don't know. At 11, 13, 12, like 13. Like, I was gonna thir- say like 13, 13 or 15 books to read, but it's all right. Yeah. Go do that and come back. Yeah, I it's think worth it. 13 or books. Listen now, you won't remember anything after 15 books. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But yeah, Carlos there's right. a warning. There will be spoilers. Yes. But how is everyone's week? Good. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. nice how was your work Carla work is going well so I got a new job started on the second so it's been a couple weeks um going well um good yeah so far so good yeah nice. Great. It's excellent yeah what about you guys how was your week good nothing super exciting that I can think of right now off the top of my head <laughs> just <laughs> Hanging out with Ronan, you know, doing our thing. He's just growing so much. It's so crazy. I don't know where the time is going. Trying to get ready to go back to work and figure out all of that stuff. We learned a little something about Ronan today. We did. Are we scared of bears? Or are we scared of his dad being scared of bears? (laughs) Yes. Carla was putting on cute filters for Ronan before we started recording, and she put on a bear face, and it was very cute, by the way. So and he when was she not became... scared. He was not scared at that point. Just but for then clarification, Amir he's reacted. scared of his dad being scared of bears. <laughs> Amir reacted as if it was scary, not thinking anything of it, and really scared Ronan. So that was a, well, yeah. a fun experience. So. observational learning if i'm supposed to be scared my dad is scared i'm gonna be scared <laughs> yep so oh. fight or flight kicking in at an early age but honestly he's changing so fast now he's doing so many different things he's reacting differently than he has in the past it's crazy i mean it's amazing to see his development really but it's those things that you don't think about because that has ever happened before <laughs> And now all of a sudden we're like, oh, well, clearly we'll need to be careful. So, <laughs> oh, I love it. I know it was. I felt so bad because I was laughing hysterically, because... <laughs> and here he is, just crying, wailing, <laughs> and I'm just laughing, and I'm like, oh god, I'm a terrible person, but no, it and... was kind of funny. <laughs> poor little guy. <laughs> he's okay now, though. Yeah. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. Oh. Amazing growth mm-hmm. development. I love it. How about you, Megan? How's your week been? Week is good. Been really busy. I'm trying to get ahead. I'm going to Vegas next weekend. So I'm trying to do essentially two weeks of work right now so that I don't have to do, I can just literally like enjoy my time in Vegas and only check my email and make sure that my students are doing okay, but I don't have to prep the classroom, do lectures, that type of thing. So I'm about halfway to caught up. I'm almost done with all the things that need to be done for this week. And I'm starting to work on things for next week. So I feel decent about my progress. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like you're making good progress. That sounds like it's rough right now, but will be worth it. Because obviously then you don't have to worry about it later. Exactly. A little bit of pain now for the payoff later. For lots of gain in just like four days. And I get two days off at work, all the time in Vegas. I'm hoping, because it rained this weekend, that it won't rain next weekend. So it'll be pretty in Vegas and not snowy. It's okay if it snows, but brr. But also we're driving. driving Yeah. Half of us are flying. The other half are driving. I'm technically, I mean, I'm a passenger in a car that is driving. (laughs) What's the time difference? Like, how long is that flight versus the drive? I think the flight's um, like 45 minutes and the drive is like, can be, it hours. can be four and a half hours. It also can be like eight, depending on traffic, but. 
yeah, yeah we're going you... Thursday like yeah. morning yeah. so okay. it'll be on, yeah, be on be the fine. four or four and a half hour side of things yeah um, we just I just need it to there is an overpass so meaning like mountains in the way so I need it to be a little warmer so that it's not super snowy and icy yeah. at the top yeah a couple of weeks ago there was video of people traversing that pass and it was very and snowing. not doing well not doing well at all but we're taking like a truck that'll have like not like a big truck but like a you know a weather vehicle truck so it should be good fingers crossed fingers crossed safe travels thank you yes, definitely we definitely need those oh my gosh when we're recording this the book is not out yet the book no. comes out in like nine days know, nine days yeah nine days. so soon it's so soon so the soon. countdown is on oh sure, and... right now officially caught up in the reread yay i'm clapping and i'm not trying to clap too loud so i don't burst your eardrums um shows... i'm so excited yes did megan tell you what we're doing no no <gasps> so i had been waiting for this and i wasn't sure whether it was going to happen or not and i was like praying to the mascots that it would work that it would happen <laughs> um so you know how we went to mysterious galaxy bookstore, bookstore. here in san diego wonderful bookstore love it oh, they're so um, good they're they love fandoms the most, oh, they're just the most awesome people um anyway they had held on um, a book release, release party, party for iron wing or iron flame iron flame, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Iron flame. and um we went to that and it was super fun just a whole bunch of people talking about the book and they played trivia and we made they bracelets. dressed up as a trash can and called themselves dane yep <laughs> yep that was the amazing best kiss um yeah so people got dressed up so i was like oh my god they have to do this for the crescent, crescent city, city release and so finally just like last week they announced that they are doing a book release party on the 29th. Um, so you, they close the store, you get there at 9.30, they open it back up and it's all decked out for um, the release party. You hang out for two and a half hours and then at midnight, they give you your book. So I am so excited. Yeah, me too. But I keep thinking about how little sleep I'm going to get and that always like... <laughs> I'm always like it'll be fine it'll be fine yeah <laughs> worth and it though yes 100 uh-huh. <laughs> megan hadn't mentioned that you guys were doing it but i had wondered and i actually saw recently a list of but i think it's just the like bloomsbury ones or whatever but i saw a list mm-hmm. of all the release parties across the u.s and i actually mm-hmm. went to san diego <laughs> i was like looking <laughs> in california to see if they were going to be on it and then they weren't but i was so yeah. i was like are they not doing it or maybe these are just the you know like i said the official like sanctioned ones so i'm glad that they're going to that'll be fun yeah so carla like little... are you gonna dress up yes i am like not like crazy like i like almost like Disney bounding, right? Like, I don't know if anybody knows what Disney bounding is, but essentially is you put together an outfit, you're still wearing like kind of normal clothes, but like, like Kara went um, as like Winnie the Pooh and all she did was wear a red t-shirt and then like this glowy yellow skirt and then just red sneakers. And so it was like the colors of Winnie the Pooh and everybody at Disney knew she was Winnie the Pooh, but she didn't wear like, a Winnie the Pooh cast. She wasn't dressed up as a bear. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna call it, I don't know, mass bounding. <laughs> Love it. So is this gonna use part of your Halloween costume or are you doing something completely different? Um, no, I think I'm yeah, uh so I am going to use part of my Halloween costume. So for Halloween I went as a Valkyrie. Um, so I had like a leather corset. I mean it was leather, not leather, but um you know leather corset and I had a plastic sword and um all sorts of just fun things to kind of deck out and then yeah so I think I'm just gonna probably kind of go in that direction but I do have um this like silver um I don't know like leafy crown 
that I think I'm going to wear. Nice. Mm-hmm. Love it. I have to go from right after choir, so I probably will not be at all dressed up. (laughs) I was about to ask if you were going to do something. (laughs) We'll see, but probably not. Although I I will, I will most, I will wear wear it to choir. I know, but I'll probably just wear my t-shirt that says Survivor of Moss Destruction. Oh, you mean this one? Yeah. For those who cannot see, because this is a podcast, I just flashed the girls. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I'll take a screenshot. (laughs) She's wearing the shirt, everyone. She's wearing the shirt. (laughs) It's like tattooed across my chest. I love it. I love it. But yes, that one. Like, I'm a huge fan. Not quite there yet. Although I would love a tattoo of something in the mass verse, but like, I'm going to wait until, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel leery about doing stuff like that. Cause you have like JK Rowling stuff happen. And I'm like, which I don't expect at all. Like Sarah J Mass to go through or anything, but like, then you're like, like all the people who put Hamlin on their body. <laughs> Are there people who put Hamlin Oh, on- you know, there's someone. Yeah, like people got like tattoo, like a tattoo that just says like Hamlin or something, and I was like, "Do you then cross it out?" Like, <laughs> no. What you do is you put like a little juice box under it, and then you put Hamlin juice box tears, Hamlin tears. That's how you fix it. That's too funny. Do that after only one book when you're gonna have a series. Yeah. Like, did know. people really do that? People go all I- in all the time. This is what the internet tells me. So, of course, I believe it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's got to be true. The internet said so. <laughs> I don't know. I guess this is just me, like, the super cautious one over here that's like, I could never get a tattoo. What if I change my mind? What if they mess it up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Those are my thoughts. Those I was, are my like, thoughts. 40 before I got my second ear hole my for my earrings to be, like, <laughs> my piercing. <laughs> I don't so know, I man. Yeah. Wow. I'll have a sweatshirt, so I'll probably just wear my gear on my leg. Yeah. Yeah, just wear your gear. So you'll still represent. You, you just yeah. won't be I'll be comfortable. in costume. <laughs> well, I wish I could go with you. Oh, oh I, do too. I wish you could too. Yes, please. I mean, it's totally worth flying to the States. <laughs> well, <laughs> See, this is the thing, though. You fly to the States, you stay here for a week, and we all read it together. And we were, right? Like, I was really jealous because the Flights of Fantasy podcast girls are doing just that. Yeah, I had wanted to do that because um, I wanted to be like, oh, it's winter. We could go book a, a cabin up into the woods, take a long weekend, and all read together. Um, but girlfriend didn't have a job and I didn't know at that time when the time <laughs> when I would have a job booked, yeah. whether I would have a job so I was like hi and even then it's nothing like so can I have a job and then about a month into it can I have a week off <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah what do you need to do I need to read <laughs> yeah I need to read I need to I need separate from <laughs> I need to separate from life close my doors crawl under some blanket and just read 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 yeah. It'll be three days Um, to read the book and three days to recover. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was so disappointed because, well, not disappointed. I I was just like, of course. So new job, right? And my friend is going to Disney on the 30th. And then, you know, Crescent City is being released on 30th. And I was like, well, maybe I can like feign sickness (laughs) and, you know, take off for that day um but come to find out my work has like this all hands kind of like all day um meeting to kind of kick off the year and like start planning I'm like Oops. well I guess I can't I'll just be really tired for that event <laughs> yes um but so I on can't Zoom, believe- can you be like my I- camera's not working and like kind of listen while you read <laughs> amazing um but yeah so I was just like darn it why does everything have to happen at the exact same time 
I know. It feels like it happens like that all the mm-hmm. time too. Mm-hmm. You have you have weekends where you can't make any plans because everybody's doing stuff, and then all of a sudden you have a weekend where everyone's like, "Want to do something? Want to do something? Oh, this is going on. This concert's going on. This concert's going on. This event is happening. Two people are getting married in the same weekend." Yeah. When it rains, it pours. Yeah, exactly. This is unrelated, but uh, we just got tickets to Sarah McLaughlin last night, (gasps) and like my the like college aged Megan and me is really excited <laughs> yeah as college aged Megan is <laughs> right <you should> be. <laughs> so yeah it's not till like June or something but where is Crystal, she playing Jer and I are going in San Diego you don't know where nope <laughs> that's okay I can look it up Crystal got the what? tickets Jeremy's like do you want to go and I was like did you really have to ask that question and mm-hmm. then they got the tickets and I didn't look up anything so yeah that's the best way someone else took care of all the stuff and you just get to go go enjoy the concert Mm -hmm. yeah not only is Megan a passenger and you know when someone's driving or going anywhere but she's also a passenger when it comes to concert tickets and that's where I would love to be right I'm just like just just do it it stresses me out too many I'm just like too many cooks in the kitchen happens Mm -hmm. after there's more than one like Mm -hmm. I can barely be a sous chef it's like Amir usually deals with the tickets for me. Thank goodness, especially because the last concert we tried to get tickets for was Taylor Swift, and it was a nightmare. Oh my god, nightmare. Well, if Jared gets sick and can't go, you can count me in. (laughs) All right, we'll do. We'll take one for the team. I'll take one for the team. Well, right. should we dive in and start yeah. talking about these theories? Oh my god. Definitely. Tell us what you got, Carla. All right. Okay. All right. Once again, there will be spoilers. So... That's the only way to have theories. So based on this thing that happened in the past, we think this yep. thing's gonna happen in the future. Yep. Yep. So, so don't don't come for us. But also they're um, not really spoilers in the sense that we might be wrong. So, oh yeah. Well, you know. Don't know. The other thing, but like in order to have the theory you kind of have to build upon some like connections see that people would be like wait what um so anyway um also just want to note uh so like last week we talked about Amarin my theory about like I have a million theories about Amarin but like (laughs) the one theory millions like oh yeah well she's been she's like one of those characters that Sarah Jamas is so good with where it's she's an enigma in a lot of ways but you yeah. don't feel like you don't know her like you feel like you know Amber. oh yeah you just don't know her past i mean and Amron doesn't know her own past so that makes sense but she's still a fully fleshed character yeah which there are some other like series where the character's not fleshed out and you're just like i don't know they could do anything but mm-hmm. so it's not that it's just that there's all this history we don't know yeah but how there's crazy like, is that that you do you feel like you know her and then you stop and think about it and you're like i actually know nothing about her mm-hmm. yep exactly um yeah so anyway just real quick touch up on that and then i'll move on but like last week i had this very outlandish theory that amarin may could be shahar um and so like there's this post on Instagram and I had put it on there and people are losing their minds over it and I just can't get over it. I'm like, this must be really like crazy because people are just like, you just blew my mind. I'm like, you are welcome. Come back for more mind blowing things. Don't be mad if I'm wrong. Yeah, don't be mad. <laughs> Keep putting, I respond. I'm like, I'm glad I could like do this, but please don't hold me to it. So anyway. but that's again a theory. It's just mm-hmm. a theory. So mm-hmm. and that, there's tons of them out there. People are bound to be wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. oh yeah, maybe but even a lot of people. Someone's does. bound to be right, so it could be Carla. Yeah, it's true. We'll see. True. We'll see. Um, but moving on from that, one that I was really excited about to kind of talk about is actually uh, Lydia who is also the hind so and please forgive me if I had a moment of memory loss but I hope we didn't talk about this last time I don't think we did um 
So Lydia has become a very interesting character because Mm -hmm. in Crescent City 1, we don't really know too much about her. Like she doesn't really pop up. Um, But maybe a mention or two and it's not a positive one. It's a very negative one. Um, But then in the second book, we find out a whole lot more about her that she is essentially a double agent. Um, And she presents to Rune and obviously it seems like they are mates um even though he is engaged to hypaxia and i think sometimes people forget like him and hypaxia are not mates like at least as far as we know um good friends maybe just, yeah like destined for friendship yeah but. because hypaxia is obviously in love with celestia um celestia however you say her name celestina? Celestina? um as there are um, words like names in particular that i will just like look at and not even try to pronounce hermione was one of them i was like i have no idea how you say that word so i was just like that's her character like in my head i never even tried to pronounce her name people like oh i did hermione i was like no it was just that was the female character and i just i didn't even try (laughs) to pronounce the name and then when someone told me, I was like, oh, Hermione's pretty. That's great. I'm glad for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's and hilarious. Then you, like, Sarah J. Moss and her character names, like, how often? Like, yep, that's that character. And I just, like, move on. Like, not even going to try. But then audiobooks are amazing. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to guess that Celestina is the, pronounce- pro- the correct pronunciation. Because the audiobook does that. Mm, and they passed that, that by the author, right? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. 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 Yeah, hopefully. So anyway, going back to Lydia, the hind. Um, so when she presents to Rune, she is a ball of flame. Um, so like you kind of like have already experienced this, right? Like Lahaba was a ball of flame. So you're like, oh, <laughs> like is she? Yes, I know. Sorry, I just can't. <laughs> A moment of silence for Lily. I love her. Okay. Okay. So she's a ball of flame. So we've already kind of seen this. And I think this is kind of like the red herring that probably like SDM throws in a little bit. Um, But there's a few things that SDM states about Lydia that he doesn't really talk about with other characters. So like one of the things in my reread that really like just stopped me in my tracks is she talks about, she goes into detail about how Lydia's wearing this gold ring with a ruby on it. And I'm like, okay, she doesn't really talk about anybody else wearing jewelry, you know, going into that level of detail. Um, and she puts it like, oh, it's a sign of wealth. And I'm like, okay, no, (laughs) you're calling our attention to this. Um, and so I think a couple things, either it is Rowan's wedding ring, or it's the ring from, what is it? Goldrin, the, the ring that helps fight the Volg. Like it doesn't allow the Volg to like infest you. I can't remember whether, I, I meant to look this up, I can't remember whether there's ruby on it or not, but Rowan's wedding ring definitely has ruby. Lydia's animal is a stag, and she, ha- she uh, her power presents as flame, and she has blonde hair, and so people have theorized that she is an alien. I've seen that um, just recently, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I think she's a descendant of Aelin and Rowan, so I don't know. I think I think there's going that is going to be the tie to Throne of Glass. It's through Lydia. I saw I feel like this was a Flights of Fantasy podcast, but I can't remember if that's the name of it. But I listened to a podcast episode where they were also going over some Sarah J. Moss theories and things. And one of the ones that I loved that they talked about was that there were lots of descendants because in books like Throne of Glass, they give last names. Mm-hmm. And then in Akatar and 
stuff you don't have any last names Mm -hmm. and so they were matching people up based on descriptions and their I mean I don't know if it's true but they convinced me that it was highly plausible that it could have it could happen and could be Mm -hmm. so that's Mm -hmm. basically exactly what you're saying also Mm -hmm. yep yeah and just to touch upon that for a moment so a lot of people think that like Hamlin is someone from like Lysandra and um Adion's line and if if we're gonna theorize about like you know um descendants in Throne of Glass and Akatar, I would almost say that Tamlin is a descendant from Gabriel because Gabriel like he he changed into a mountain lion um he obviously had like 500 years to fool around one being Adion, which he didn't even know about so like how many other maybe kids could you know these these fey who live forever um how many kids do they have actually running around out there was one of them like Hamlin's great great grandfather and Gabrielle is like his great 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 grandfather because I don't know like Hamlin sounds a lot like the way he's described sounds a lot more like Gabrielle but yeah it could be Adian but I don't know I just I don't want that to happen I don't want Hamlin to be associated with Adian and Lysandra but are we even gonna find out oh this is like so much and I don't even know how much we're gonna find out I mean, I think we're going to get a lot, like there's definitely going to be some big reveals, I think, but Mm -hmm. I'm just like, how many holes are there still going to be? Like, how much are we still going to be waiting to know? Yeah, there's going to be like, I mean, she has to write, you know, seven more books. I mean, I know, I know, I think like three of them is a new series or whatever, but like, she still has four more books to write. Um, So she's got to fill. Yeah, but new series, but is it related still? (laughs) I mean, Crescent City was a new series, but it's completely yep. related. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what I heard just, is... Just questioning. Is, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, is it? Is it not? I don't know. Um, but what I heard is that the new series is going to be influenced by Norse mythology. Okay, so, so maybe not related? Well, see, this is, this is how, where I'm like, interesting because like we have hunt and this goes into like some of my questions maybe not theories but questions of like we have hunt right and he wields lightning and I think like she is driving us to like my question is like who is his dad um what is hunt actually um what would you know and it like it almost sounded like he was bred for hell um in a way like I think Hunt has a lot more purpose of like what his being is but they I feel like there has been kind of leading us down a path and like eluding that Thur is his father and Thur kind of reminds me and sounds a lot like Thor Thor yeah, I was going to say, as soon as you said like, lightning, I was like, I yep. see where you're leading us with this. So I wasn't too surprised that it sounds like her next series is going to be inspired by Norse mythology. Because I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because of Thur slash Thor. Well, yeah, whatever I... she writes, I'll read. So it's fine. Okay. Write it and I will come. <laughs> yeah. But whether it's going to be connected, I don't know. But like, I could definitely be ready to see that through line. Um, but yeah, like, who is Hunt? Who is Hunt? What is he? Because they, they even talked about how, like, I don't remember it. And it's been a couple weeks now. I don't know. There was Danica or somebody who was just like, oh, you are something different. Like, he is something different from the archangels he presents as an archangel but he it seems what the clues that have been given so far is that he is of something different so i want to learn more about hunt and a lot of people think hunt is gonna die i don't i don't know i 
I really hope I don't she doesn't so. do that to Only life. if he can be reborn somehow. Yeah, like... And I don't mean, okay, like, from cool. the start. Is he just, a like, brought back to life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay if he's a phoenix. Um, but I something. don't think so, because we kind of already had his death. I mean, I know he didn't actually die, but, I mean, when he was saving Bryce, and, you know, there's that moment where you basically think that he's dead, and, like, I feel like we already experienced that, right? Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it doesn't mean it takes, couldn't happen. Anything yeah. could happen, but yeah. I, just... I mean, she takes her main characters to the limit, like Feyre, Reese. Um, you know, like they both technically kind of died, you know, and were brought back to life. So, yeah, I don't think Sarah's going to kill him off. Like, I mean, forever. I wouldn't be surprised if we lose somebody that we don't want to lose, but. I I don't think it's gonna be Hunt. Yeah, she I don't know who state be, about but... if Rune is safe or not. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. I keep getting ads for buying with extra chapter at the end with Rune and Lydia. And I'm like, would she put extra stuff at the end if he died? Yeah, but like, she I mean, would. it may not be this book though. I don't not... trust her. I'm like, yeah. yes, yes, she absolutely would as like a consolation. <laughs> yeah, remember what our shirt says, survivor of mass destruction. She is going to destroy it and she enjoys it as she should as an author. Mm, I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> I'm going to choose to believe that because you can get extra scenes with him that he's safe. Mm. I'm just gonna choose to believe he's safe because I want him to be safe. Yeah, same. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He will not die. Or again, he could die, but you know, magic back to life. Yeah. Because one, he has to meet Reese. Two, he can't just meet Reese and then die. Like, no, that will not happen. No, not, give no. him a family that is loving and so much better than his current dad his current dad in air quotes i don't think the autumn king is his dad or i don't know i mean that could partially explain why the oracle whatever person said that the line ends with him because he's not actually not actually part of the line (laughs) yeah i mean maybe Yeah. yeah i i don't know i have so many questions about the autumn king um yeah I have so many questions like is it Eris what if Mm. Eris found a portal and went through it um I don't know but I think the Autumn King is from Corinthian well did you see the theory that Bryce that the prison is actually the dusk court and that Bryce will be the ruler of the dusk court so there will actually because you know there's like the day court and the night court yes so um in the dawn yes so because they talk about the dust court in crescent city too and that's where essentially the starborn come from and they describe and i think we kind of talked about it the other week where in crescent city regulus is talking to bryce about it and he said that it's a little island off of a very verdant land that has seasons so to me in my mind I'm like one plus one equals two and that equals Parisian um and if you look at the map that's in the book there is a little teeny tiny island like east of um the shore because Regulus says it's right off the shore just a couple miles and it's in between the night court and the day court and I think that little tiny island is where the starborn are from that's my theory interesting to Mm -hmm. see Mm-hmm. but yeah i would not be surprised if somehow the prison is involved in some sort of way i think that will definitely be revealed in this um about the desk court another person that i definitely want to know so much more about is jezeba she has been this sideline character or real she just kind of hangs mm-hmm. out on the side but i knowing everything knowing everything <laughs> and not sharing your knowledge mm-hmm. but also preserving knowledge mm-hmm. absolutely yep so and like also a mythical having librarian so much power 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Bryce just goes to her for everything. Yeah. So my theory about Jezebel is that she is um she is either a healer because her gallery is described exactly like the tour that's in um tower of dawn um she has like the emblem on her gallery is an owl and that is the the um symbol for the healers um so based on that and like we we hear healer right and we hear that you know we think of Irene and or Irene and um you know how they're these really good people and they heal people but as we find out in Kingdom of Ash Erewhon tells Irene like healers in his world are essentially maidens of death and because they can kill people like Erewhon like Irene did and so I think Jezebel is a maiden of death She's a, but a healer would, would be considered a healer in throne of glass world, but she is a maiden of death. That is why she's in the underworld or the, um, fire and shadow house of fire and shadow. Um, so that's one or even bigger. She's Selba herself. So the God of healing. So when Aelin banished the gods, I remember when she was telling Irene the plan and Irene was like, wait, does that also mean Selba? And Anne's like, well, probably. And Irene, I know, is pretty freaked out about that. So did, in banishing the gods, did Aelin banish Selba, the god of healing? And that is actually Jezebel. Well, wouldn't that be a big reveal? <laughs> and the next book is called Flame and Shadow. So is Jezebel going to step up and have a bigger role? Because she's part of that house. And like she was part of the witches, which sound an awful lot like healers. Hypaxia heals through light. So her power is almost the same as Irene's, right? And I definitely yeah, I think thought like, that also. I definitely think Hypaxia is a descendant of Irene. She's described almost exactly the same. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. So pulls her great 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 grandfather um and Irene's her great 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 grandmother um so that's what I think for one and also because she communes with the dead or she's a necromancer and essentially Irene brought Cole back from the dead so she in herself is a necromancer yeah, I mean, in some ways, if you die in the Sarah J. Moss universe, she really doesn't like you because she's found a lot of ways to bring people back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm hmm Yep. Yeah, she loves to bring people back from, from the dead. Um, my we other love quick... that she brings people back <laughs> yeah. from the dead. Exactly. Oh my god, oh, I'm I not complaining. The... <laughs> I remember the first time I read Wings and Ruin and Reese died air quotes died I was an utter mess I was such a mess I was such a mess and my friend just recently finished reading it and she's like what are you doing to me you're welcome keep reading keep reading yeah she's (laughs) like you're making me feel all the things yeah but anyway that is my theory about Jezebel I do have a little bit of a side theory also about her if she's not Selba, who I maybe think that she could be, is Maeve had an owl that she had trapped by blood oaths. And when Maeve died and the blood oath ceased to exist, what happened to the owl? What happened to the person that was trapped in the owl? The healer is that is that Jezebel. So I think either Jezebel was the owl that was trapped in Maeve's owl, or she's Selva. I mean, both of those would be exciting. <laughs> right? So I'm loving all of these possibilities. <laughs> Good. Good. 
Um, yeah, and this is just from purely just reading and it's like, wait a minute. And like, especially consuming nine, over 9,000 pages in a matter of just a few months, it's just all floating in there. And my ADHD brain is like, ooh, let's make these connections. Yeah, I don't have any of my own connections. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't reread uh, Throne of Glass, so I'm a little bit at a deficit there. And then Mm -hmm. I never even really tried. I don't know why, but yeah, I I don't have any connections. I only keep seeing things on like Instagram or occasionally you'll tell us one of your theories. And I'm like, oh, well, that could make sense. That seems neat. But Mm -hmm. I don't have any of my own. Mm -hmm. I'm relying on people like you, Carla. Well, I am just happy that you entertain me and listen to all my crazy crazy theories of course we love it mm-hmm. we're here for them for sure one thing that I have a question about um that I find to be very interesting is the seven asteri there's seven planets there's seven asteri they keep saying like oh seven is our magic number or whatever or whatever however eight comes up a lot in like Akatar in Throne of Glass. I think like Brennan, there's something with Brennan and Throne of Glass and the number eight. Um, like an eight-pointed star. I know that like when Nesta and Cassian make their deal and they both get like the tattoo imprinted on them, they get an eight-pointed star. And I believe that I'm pretty sure, again, it's been a couple weeks since I read it, but Bryce's star on her chest is an eight-pointed star. And so we have these things that are like, oh, seven, but there's really eight, or could it be really eight? And is Bryce the missing link, or even Aelin the missing part, or some something? I feel like there's something there. Like, in Crescent City, there's something missing that, that nobody's talking about because it's a powerful thing being... I don't know. I know that's, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, I think the Asteri purposely like almost made, oh, seven is our holy number. There's seven of us and there's seven planets and there's seven levels of hell. But I think that they're hiding. There's like an eighth thing. I think there's something that rules over them. That's the eighth thing. And I think that's like Bryce or Alien or like, I don't know. Um, but like, in their in their solar system they have the seven planets but then they also have the sun and the sun rules over the planets so who's the sun if the Asiri are like the planets there's seven planets seven Asiri you have the sun the sun rules them all who's that that can be Bryce we'll really put her in charge she'll hate it it'll be great yeah exactly (laughs) but that's what you want in charge I don't really want power um exactly yeah but also could there be some sort of tie to like mala and the sun so like mala is the goddess of like she's a fire bringer i feel like there's just so much possibility i I don't Mm -hmm. know how i could possibly say like which thing is gonna happen or could be true because i just feel like there's so many options and so much potential it's crazy Mm -hmm. i like it that way though because i feel like I don't know. It's just so good. We're going to be so surprised and so shocked when we finally get the book. Mm-hmm. Same. Same, same. Uh, I don't know. And like, I want to know what is the connection to all the shadow daddies? Like Lorcan, Reese, Asriel, Rune. Like, I feel like there is some sort of connection with all of them. Yeah, and I'm also just impressed with the the way in which Sarah has found to talk about the shadows differently. So, mm-hmm. like, Reese's shadows act in certain ways versus, like, Azriel's shadows act slightly differently. And mm-hmm. then that is also the case for the Crescent City characters. Like, some of their shadows can really protect them. Some of them help them hear things. So mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that means, like, 
people are descendant from Reese and Azriel, or it mm-hmm. like, but like, is there a connection that brings all of these people together? Mm-hmm. Other than mm-hmm. just their house. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, because like you, you, the magic system that she's made up is it seems like there's not real like sure there's outliers um kind of like Aelin but like you you have these groups of people that kind of share all the same power right so like um Lucian and his brothers they all share a firepower right and like in the day court they you know have healing power which is very interesting because there's a day court that like and then there's tower of dawn and um or is it the dawn court that's healing i think it's the dawn court is healing day or something else okay but they are like all healers right so like halcyon like comes and heals everybody in akatar so there's like these groups that ha- share that same power so like what is the group of the shadow daddies I love it so much. <laughs> also, I feel like Shadow Daddy is a term that like I never imagined that I would say as often as I now do because of this fandom. <laughs> there is so much truth to that. <laughs> well, part of it too, like in order to encompass them and for people to know what we're talking about, instead of saying like Lorcan as Reese, Rune, Cormac, like we have to say Shadow Daddies. Like it's just that is who they are. <laughs> They don't have a dawn court, not yet. Right. <laughs> a shadow daddy court. I would, I would like to know where they all came from. I want to know their lore, and I know I'm gonna probably deviate a little bit and go off book, um, literally from Crescent City, uh, and just kind of talk about math characters. But I want to know. Where did Azrael come from and where did Cassian come from? Because they are the most powerful. Um, they're very different, it seems like. They have to have their siphons, and I think they're the only ones they have to have. They have like seven siphons. Um so I actually know this will tie to Crescent City because um in Crescent in the second Crescent City book, they talk about how the Asiri essentially did a beta of the angels that exist today, right? So they say, oh, we already tried this once, but, excuse me, that did not work out so well for us because they actually revolted and beat us. And I think, because they're also talking about, I think they were from a land that also kicked out the Asteri and won. Um, and the Asteri could not conquer the world. I think that was Perithian. I think that their beta angels were the Illyrians. And I think Cassian and Azriel and Reese are descendants of those warriors that kicked out the Asteri. I think that the Illyrians were the first angels. And then it also kind of brings in like another theory about Amran is that she was possibly one of those first iterations of angels that revolted and kicked out the Asteri. But and just doesn't have her wings now. Right. Again, that would be another interesting twist. <laughs> hmm 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 Also, as you're talking about it, it just makes me think exactly like we were saying about Amran earlier it's like you feel like you know these characters so well and mm-hmm. then you stop and think and you're like I don't actually know that much about these characters mm-hmm. no they're like 500 years old Amron's like 15,000 years old like and yeah like there's so much and then there's so much lore before them you know yeah, and I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, and they're like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, Reese, can you remember what happened 450 years ago? You were about mm-hmm. 50 years old at that time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I sure can. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but can he? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe immortal minds 
memory works differently. I don't know. Maybe he like extracts it out of his brain and puts it in one of those pocket realms, kind of like Dumbledore does. But like, like he doesn't put it in one of the like little floating the pin seat what or whatever. <laughs> yes, thank you. This is the in between world. It's where I keep yeah. my memories. Hold on, yep. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, I need one of those. Uh, yes, please. Right. Can we have a magic system, please? We probably have time for one more theory. <laughs> I think it'll be really fun. I don't know whether SAM is going to do this, but like, I think it would be really fun to see Bryce try to describe what like the internet is, cell phones, modern technology to the inner circle, because anytime they have to go and talk to somebody, they have to like go and winnow somewhere or fly. (laughs) And they're like, wait a minute, I can just call someone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I just feel like Reese is gonna be like go get to the day court right now and have them build it <laughs> we can do it better <laughs> yeah. yeah more than likely I mean hey they built Lucian's eye so and that's all seeing it's kind of like the internet it's um, a good way to look at it yeah. but like I just thought that that would be kind of fun because it is going to be kind of a clash of culture I mean, Bryce one is 100% going to fit right in with the inner circle. Um, they're going to love her. Um, no doubt. Yeah. 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 And I just think, I just think, it, I hope there's a little fun had with kind of that culture clash. I can't wait. I have no idea. I have no words. <laughs> I just want the book. <laughs> yes. I just need it now. Yes. Yeah. And by the time this drops, we'll have it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Oh, also, can we talk about how savage, utterly savage Sarah J. Mass is because she had posted that line about Nesta Azrael and Bryce as prep for the book. And people were freaking out because they're like, wait, what? I'm not, what? Because they hadn't read Crescent City 2 yet. And here she is, like, essentially putting a huge spoiler, like, by the way, there's a world crossover. If you haven't gotten to the end of Crescent City 2, you now know. I just think it was absolutely savage. I just feel like she's like, dude, you've had two years to read these books. And if you haven't done it by now, you're that's lost. On you. Like, yeah. yeah, that's on you. And I don't know. It's just, it was, I saw that and I just was like, girl, you are savage. You are just like, dude, you need to be reading my books. Otherwise, the spoilers are coming. I do feel bad, though, for those people that didn't know they existed. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, there is something to be said that these books have been out for a while and, like, the mm-hmm. new one is coming. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I know people who are just reading Akatar for the first time, and I keep just seeing, like, it, it just snowballs more and more and more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, when I read Akatar the first time, I didn't know a single other person that was reading it. Mm-hmm. Same with Throne of Glass. And mm-hmm. now, obviously, like, everybody, you know, so many people have read all of them. Mm-hmm. And so, for those people that are, like, new to finding Sarah J. Moss, I feel bad mm-hmm. for them. Like, I get that her books have been out for a while, and that any of us that know about them should have read them. But I was just like, oh, I feel a little bad for anybody that's new to the, you know, new to the world and mm-hmm. hasn't hasn't gotten there yet, if they don't mm-hmm. like spoilers. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think it's hard though, like if you're the author, like when do I get to participate in the fandom and when do I not? You know what I mean? Yep. And after two years, I think it's fair. <laughs> well, I think it's fair and I I don't blame her for doing it. I thought it was great. I'm just saying I do have a little bit of sympathy for those people yep. that are okay. you know what I mean, still working their way through all of her all of her books and if, if they didn't know. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was like, that was savage. But I, yeah, I didn't it. think anything of it. And I was like, oh, yep. okay. Yep. I oh, I didn't think anything of it. it either until, you know, it was brought up that, you know, some people were not that happy because they, they were spoiled. <laughs> but they're like, but by I kind of feel like, right. But the thing is, is there's so many things going on out there right now. I don't think 
like if Crescent City 3 had just come out, I don't think anybody because the fandom has been really good. Like I never oh, had for example really good. Like I never had Crescent City 2 spoiled for me before I could read it, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that there's gonna be any problem there when the new book comes out, which is so this is definitely fair game. But there's so much stuff about all of the past work now that I mean, it wasn't just her that was going to spoil. Like if they're on if they're on Instagram or book talk or anything following any of these sorts of, you know, books or people in this world, I mean, like people who are interested in this world and everything, then, I mean, there's so much out there. You can't avoid it. There's stuff coming up in my feed all the time, even if I'm not looking for it because I follow all the people who like the same books and things. Right. So, yep. you know, yeah. Again, yeah. like Megan said, when does she get to participate in her own fandom? I know. I know. Oh, and it's got to be so exciting because I do feel like with the release of Crescent City 3, there is just so much more like attention on it. Like people were really hyped for Crescent City 2, right? People were really hyped about it. But I think now what Sarah has revealed in the at the end of Crescent City 2 has just ignited the fandom and is just like like you have people like me who are just like charlie day and trying to like put all the strings together in their conspiracy (laughs) room you know and so Mm -hmm. like it just is like it's very exciting i don't know and you know just book talk has really helped get the fans together and really together and yeah it's a whole collective Mm -hmm. for sure and it's very exciting. It's very exciting. Like I was sharing with the girls earlier about how I'm playing this game, Palia, and I highly recommend looking into it if you have a Nintendo Switch. Um, it's free, um, but you're playing, you know, with people around the world. And I had seen a character whose name was Aelin in the game, and I totally freaked out. I'm like, you and I, we're kindred spirits. You know? Which is but, awesome. Yeah. Speaking Leveling of them. Yeah, leveling, <laughs> leveling up. We'll say up. Um, <laughs> yep. We've kind of been floating around some ideas for like maybe t-shirts or maybe a bookmark um, with some phrases. Um, is that okay if I share maybe just a couple of them on here? Maybe people can like vote for their favorite. Throw, you know, sure. in the comments, like what is their favorite? Um, I want them so- all. <laughs> I know, but like we gotta like make one. Yeah, um, we can make them all for ourselves. It's just I don't know oh, how much yeah. we can make for everybody else. That's yeah. true. So if any of these sound like a good idea and something that you would like, um, let us know. Yep. Um, some of the ones that I have come up, we've come up with, and I've come up with is, um, so like we we all have this shirt that says "Survivors of Mass Destruction," um which is absolutely brilliant, right? But I've also want, I also want something that says massive nerd. So M-A-A-S-I-V-E nerd. Um, I want something that says I attend mass because um, this is probably my church. This is my Roman empire. Um, I want something that says master, M-A-A-S-E-R um I think that's really cool and then I want something that says father son house of math um and then another one that kind of is in the same vein but it's fireheart starborn my high lady those are some ideas right now that I have been floating around in my brain and now they're out in the world you're welcome or (laughs) I'm sorry or I am very sorry I need to find some time to get back to drawing on stuff on my ipad i haven't done anything for so long but i'm like really want really want to because i really want all of these well they are now out in the world and now you have to design them you've said it so now it must happen exactly it has been manifested i love it yeah so let us know which is your favorite rank them for us 
And uh, you can find us on Instagram at apartment29a, or you can email us at apt29a at gmail.com. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Next week, we'll be back to our traditional schedule format, I guess, and we'll be talking about Ruthless Vows, the second book by uh, Rebecca Ross. Have a great week, everyone. Yeah, Bye, everyone, and thanks Goodbye. for joining us, Carla. Of course, and everybody, enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy, just enjoy. Oh, yes, and if you want to find Carla, we'll link her in the notes so you can find her on yes. Instagram there. And also, don't forget that we will be back after we have all read Crescent City 3 to find out what people were right about, what people were wrong about. And all the theories that come from that book. And how we were utterly destroyed by Sarah. Yes. Like. It's bound to happen. You know she's going to. Like. How many cups of my tears can you collect? (laughs) That's another shirt. That is another shirt. A cup of my tears brought on by. Brought to you by Sarah Jane. Yes. Uh, bye everyone bye, bye.